Welcome to One Song, Many Voices, a podcast about bringing our community closer through the power of sharing our stories and songs. I'm Zia Hinojosa from Lamar Elementary, and with me today is Isaac Cardenas. Can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, my name is Isaac Alvarez Cardenas. I'm a son of uh, my mom, Aurora. She's an Inde Apache and Namina Comanche woman. And I'm the son also of my late father, Dan Hernandez Cardenas, who was a World War II veteran. And his people come from this area, South Central Texas, uh, the Tapilam Kwaguteke Nation. And my name is uh, Isaac. I uh, go by Papa Bear, everybody in the tribe. I'm the storyteller in our Tapilam um, people. I'm also uh, one of the elders and spiritual leaders of our band uh, here in Wanaka, Wapu, Paco, Yanawana, commonly known as San Antonio, Texas. What will you be sharing with us today? I'll be sharing history of this area, uh, particularly in this area right here where, where your school is located. There's lots of history where uh, my ancestors uh, along the Yanawana, which is commonly known as the San Antonio River, lived and prospered uh, along this area as hunters and gatherers. And teaching the kind of like uh, uh, all the students uh, some history that's all around them that maybe they didn't even know. And about the culture of uh, Native Americans. Many people uh, have that in their heritage. And, and around this time, a lot of people want to learn about uh, the first people, the first nations. How long have you been doing this work, and do you always enjoy it? Uh, well, it's like work, but I, I, I've been raised in a way where I was always taught about my culture. I went to school just like you did, uh, ate pizza, played, uh, played baseball and football, all those things that people do. Uh, but on the weekends, I would go to my relatives' homes, and we'd have different types of ceremonies, and we would eat different food. Uh, sometimes we would speak different languages. Uh, and it was a way of learning my heritage. Later on, as a member of the tribe, I was given the honor of being a spiritual leader and storyteller. So anytime I have a forum or a group to talk about, especially students, that they can learn that uh, culture and their identity is very, very important. I think that's the main message I want to send to everyone. So students can start asking your mom and dads and grandpas like me, I'm a grandpa. I have uh, um, a second grader, Kylie, and a, and a uh, fifth, uh, fourth grader, uh, Nico. And they're dancers with me. We dance traditional. We dance at the powwow at Trader's Village. And um, they really enjoy their heritage. A lot of kids didn't know that they were Native American Indians until they showed them pictures that they had on the phone, that they participate in their well-accomplished dancers. They both dance in the junior division. What do you do when you're not doing this? Well, I, I, like, um, I like looking about history. I like visiting the museums, the beautiful parks, the one like the Breckenridge Park that's close to here. I like walking through there. I love being with my grandchildren, helping them with their homework right after school. First thing we do is we, we watch a little Netflix, and then at 4 o'clock we start our homework and we start reading, we read for a whole hour, and then they get to go outside and play with their friends and things like that. 
So as a grandpa, it's my responsibility to help uh, my grandchildren learn not only about their culture, but also education. Education is power. Thank you for coming. We enjoyed having you with us today. This is part one of our time with Papa Bear. He very generously shared his time, stories, and music with Lamar students on November 12th and 13th of Recently, last year, in 2018, they celebrated 300 years of the settlement of San Antonio in 1718. And our people were here to receive the Spanish. And we helped them survive out here. We were river people. We showed them how to hunt, how to, eat, how to use the river, and how to navigate it, how it goes all over, even all the way to the sea. So can you all say that? Wanaka, Wapupaco, Yana Wana? Okay, here we go. Wanaka, Wapupaco, Yana Wana. And that means land of spirit water. So this area, your school is real close to the Blue Hole, where the spring waters come out and feed the Yana Wana, which is commonly known as the San Antonio River. So at the University of Incarnate Word, Behind their property, there's a place called the Blue Hole. And you can actually look down and see the spring water. When it, when it overflows after the big rains, it comes out like a baby blue color. It doesn't even look like the water that's on the Yana water. The Yana water is a little bit dark green, and this one comes out, it's like pure blue. So that's the magic, and that's our origin story. They say, our elders tell us that that's where we orig originated from. That we followed in the legend, we followed the black, the Blue Panther, led us out into what we call now the fourth world. So that's in our legend, that's in our, our creation stories. So that's where I come from, that's San Antonio. Before the Spanish came and named it San Antonio, we lived here for thousands of years. We're river people. We live along the river that goes all the way through San Antonio. And you call that the San Antonio River, and we call that Yanawana. That's no accident that some of the barges downtown, they use the Yanawana name. That's part of our language. Another, uh, another word that we say, and we say, say, we say hello, goodbye, uh, how are you doing? Hola. We say toma. Can you all say that? Toma. That's a word that we say hello, goodbye, toma. Tamo. You said tamo? Okay, very good. So. Uh, one, of, one of the things that I do in my tribe, since I'm the elder, I have gray hair. See, I have gray hair. 
I'm a grandpa. I'm a grandpa. I have grandchildren. Just like you all, I have a, I have a second grader and I have a fourth grader back home. And we pick them up from school, and they get to watch Netflix cartoons for about with their snack. And then at four o'clock, they have to start doing the homework. And then after they do their homework, after they do their homework, their spelling, their history, their math, their science. To read and then do the reading for 30 minutes and then they get to do whatever they want to do. They go play, they go outside and feed the chickens and the rabbits, play with the dogs and all of that. But school is very important to our family. Education, education is going to make you do real good. If you have any questions, we're going to use the questions after the story. So I'm going to tell you a story about a trickster named Coyote. Yeah, you know, he's like I don't know. He's always in trouble. He's always making jokes. He's never serious. He's always he's always making noise and talking too much. Maybe you know somebody like this. I don't know. But Coyote, it was the beginning of the world, and the sun was rising over here. It was rising, and the morning was coming. And you can hear all the birds. Let me hear my birds. And when I go like this, the birds get quiet. And the birds woke up this furry beast, this animal. He woke up and he was stretching. And the great spirit said, Good morning, bear. Bear? Who's that? That's you. You're going to be called a bear. Oh, I like my name. I'm going to be the bear. He said, then the great spirit said, it's going to be your job to name all the animals. All the animals are going to have names. I want you with your claws to scratch the names. So all day, the great spirit kept giving him names that he put up there. Lion, Raven, and, and, uh, and all these different animals that he put up there. And when he was getting ready, he says, tomorrow in the morning, you call all the animals and you give them their names. He said, oh, I just can't wait. That's such an honor. But behind a tree was Coyote with his big ears, and he was hearing everything they were saying. He said, oh, I want a name. Mr. Bear, I want a name. I want a name, too. He says, well, come early in the morning. So then he goes, well, well, look, ah, ah, can I tell you the name I want to be? I want to be, I want to be the eagle. I want to be an eagle so I can fly over everybody's house and what, see what they're doing and then I can gossip and I can make fun of them and I can tattletale on them. Yeah, that's a coyote. And then the bear said, well, come early in the morning. Wait, 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 I changed my mind. I don't want to be, I don't want to be the eagle no more. I want to be the lion. I want to be the lion so when people come, I can scare them. Roar! Scare them in their sleep. Wake them up. Roar! I think that would be a really good joke and a lot of fun. And then the bear, what do you think the bear told him? Come early in the morning. So then, he says, okay, I changed my mind. I don't want to be the eagle. I don't want to be the lion. I want to be the raven. I want to be the crow. I want to 
coyote. I don't want to be a coyote. I wanted to be a raw crow or a raven or a lion or an eagle. I want to be a coyote. He was all upset. But then, then the bear told him, oh, coyote, you don't know. This is the only name that comes with a special gift. What? It comes with a gift? Yes. You mean the crow and the raven and the lion and the eagle, they didn't get a special gift? No. The only one animal, the coyote, gets the gift. Well, I think I, I could be called the coyote if I'm going to get a gift. So he says, where's the gift? Give it to me. He says, no, it's already inside you. It's inside me? Yes. You sit there on that rock next to the tree. When the sun sets and the moon comes up, you're going to have your special gift. Oh, okay. So he waited. had a feeling come over his whole body, and then all of a sudden his gift came out. Oh! Let me hear my coyotes. started to go like, what are you doing in my stomach, coyote? Oh, it's burning. Kind of like if you ate too much pizza. Or too much ice cream. Or hot Cheetos. Or too much or, or too much chamoy. Or oh, too much chili. Uh, right? Too much tomatoes uh, with ketchup. Uh, and then, and then, the fire started getting bigger. And then the people made a big people ladder. Coyote could see his heart. Can y'all do a heartbeat? 
He could see the heart and he would say, I'm going to get it. So he climbed up the people and he got the heart and he threw it in the fire. And when he threw it in the fire, the monster yelled. Everybody, oh! And he died, the monster. And everybody, everybody came out of the monster's stomach and they were all happy. They said, yay! But then Coyote said, wait. Coyote said, wait. Wait. You all can't stay here. No more human beings. You have to go to different areas so the monster is going to come back. So he sent a white nation to the north. And that created the great white nation. He sent another nation to the west and created the great black nation. And then he sent to the east and created the great yellow nation. And then finally to the south created the great red nation. See, we are all human beings. We are all these colors on this medicine wheel. And we need to learn to be kind to one another. We need to respect each other's space as students. We need to keep our hands to ourselves, not touching other students. We need to get along with everybody, no matter how they are different, and be kind, and always using charity, being nice, and always learning about education. This story comes from South Central Texas, the South Central Plains. And believe it or not, there was buffalo all over this area. From the points that we have the town outside called Cibolo, which is Spanish for buffalo. The first buffalo was drawn here in Yanawana. It was drawn here in Santa, outside of San Antonio. So when the Spanish came, they couldn't believe all these different animals. So before the Europeans came, the Comanche, my mom's people, the Namina, they depended on the buffalo. When they killed the buffalo, they used the skin to make their houses, their clothes, the bones to make tools, of course the meat to eat so they could survive. Everything came from the buffalo. So there was this little girl, this family, this mom and daddy and grandpa and grandma that lived on the teepee. The tribe had a hard time. The buffalo didn't come. And they were starving. And people started to die, to perish. And she lost everybody from her family. She lost her mom, her dad, her grandpa, and her grandpa. She was alone. She became an orphan. Other people had to take care of her. When the buffalo finally came and the, and the people survived, all she had left was a doll. This doll that her family had made her, her father, her grandfather, grandmother, and mother, even her little brother had helped. That's all she had with this doll, to remind her of her family. And she would look up at the sky, and she would cry, and she would tell them hello, but at least she had. Well, years passed, and the tribe was in the same situation. The spring rains didn't come, the grass didn't turn green, and the buffalo did not come. 
the chief called everybody that evening and made a big fire and he told everybody, I want you to go to your teepee and make sure you bring back something you love and put into the fire. That way the creator will bring the rain and the grass will turn green and the buffalo will return. So everybody went to their teepee. But they didn't take something they loved and said, oh, well, I have one doll. I'm going to take the doll I don't like no more. And I don't say, oh, this bow is kind of broken. I already got a new one. I'll put this one. So everybody was doing the same thing. They weren't putting in something that they really loved. So the next day, sun rose, the rains didn't come. Everything that they put in the fire was not something that they really loved. They just didn't want it no more. The chief stood up again as the sun started to set. We must put all something that we love. This little girl, all she had was a doll. She walked up to the fire. She hugged it one last time and gave it a kiss, threw it in the fire. The fire flames ran up to the sky, and all of a sudden, the people could hear thunder roll, rumbling, and then lightning, and then the rains came so hard that everybody went back into their teepees. When the sun rose again, they could see that all the grass had turned green, and they could hear the buffalo. They could hear them running, coming towards the camp. But another thing they saw were some beautiful purple-blue flowers all along the hillsides in the prairie. Yes. What kind of flowers were there? Till this day, after the spring rains, and you go along the highway, you will see these flowers as a proof of her sacrifice for her people, even though it was something that she really loved. Into the teepee 
and two people will stay outside, and when he comes into the teepee to eat the food that we have for him, we'll close the teepee, and we'll build a fire, and we'll smoke him up, and we'll make him promise never to scare the buffalo away. So they went to the crow, and they said, hey, come to our house. We have lots of food for you to feast on. So the crow came into the house, they came into the teepee, and they closed the door, and he started to eat the food, or to eat the seeds, and then they closed the flaps of the roof, and then they started to make smoke, and the crow couldn't breathe. Ah, let me out, let me out, help, I can't breathe, it's too smoky, I'm burning up. Then the chief told him, we won't let you out until you promise never to scare the buffalo away. I promise, I promise. So when they let him out, he was black, he was black because all of the smoke and all of the charcoal got all over his feathers and turned him back. So till this day, when you see a crow or a raven, they're what color? Black. That's how crow came black. Also, the first fire, you know, before there were human beings, the animals were living in the dark. And Coyote, again in the story, Coyote was saying, you know what, we need to go to the mountain and get fire from those people in the mountain. But in the mountain, there was two monsters guarding the entrance to where the fire was kept. And the coyote said, who will go to get the fire? So the turkey buzzard at that time, he had so beautiful, beautiful feathers all around his head, beautiful colors. He said, I'll go. And they won't hear me because I'll fly over their heads and fly in there. I'll grab a coal with my beak and I'll bring it back and we'll make a fire. So that's what he did. He went all the way back. He picked up a coal. But when he was coming back, the coal started to show fire and all his feathers were burnt and he let the coat go. He went back to the cave and Coyote said, where's the fire? He says, where's the fire? Look at all my feathers, my beautiful feathers. They're all burnt. To this day, when you see the turkey buzzard, he's, he's, he's got no feathers. He looks like a turkey. He's all just nothing but skin. So everybody tried, the bear tried, but his long tail got burnt to this day. All he has is a nubby tail. The bobcat tried, and his tail got burnt off too. The rabbit tried. Everybody was losing their tails because the fire was too strong. Then all of a sudden, they heard a little voice. I'll go. And they looked down. It was Grandma Spider. I'll go and get the coal from the fire. So she went and got outside some mud and she made a bowl and she put it on her back and she carried it all the way and the monsters were asleep. She went and got a little coal with her little hands and put it in the little pot, clay pot, and brought it all the way back. That pot got so hot, so red. No, it didn't explode. It left a mark on the spider. So when she got back to the cave, she dumped out the coal and they had fire. To this day, there's a spider that you see maybe around your house. There's a black widow. Black widow. Why is the black widow? Because she has what? Because she's a black widow. The 
She has a she has a little red dot on that brown part on the barrel on the back part. Yes. It, you have to go to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't a black widow, was it? Did it have a red spot like you said? No? Okay. It did have a, a red spot. Oh, the one that you saw. Okay. okay. And you know what? Our people, when we see a spider, when we see a spider, you know what it means? It means pay attention. When you see a spider on your keyboard or you see it on your game or you see it in your bed, it means pay attention. So the first thing you do is you go tell mom and dad, there's a spider in my room, what do I do? And they'll get it out. Okay. All right? So, so I'm going to tell a bear story. A bear story. So, in the morning, in the morning, the sun was rising, and the bear was waking up, and he heard the birds. And he woke up the bear, because uh, he had hibernated all winter. And then he went to this big tree. He was going to eat some grubs. And some hunters came up behind him. And he said, oh, don't, don't, don't shoot me. Don't kill me. I will live amongst you. I will live a whole season. And, and I will show you. I will show you the medicines to eat. I will show you how to hunt the animals. I'm a great teacher. So the, so the man, they looked and they looked at each other. So they went and they said, okay. They took the bear home to their village. As they walked over the hill, the people saw the bear. They started to get scared. Ah! And then the, the, the men said, no, he's our friend. So the bear lived amongst them. They would feed him. He would play with the children. He would tell them stories. But then the whole cycle, the whole year, it came time for the bear to go back to sleep and go back home. So the tribe let him go. And all the children were crying because they loved the bear. And then he went to his cave and went to sleep. And then the whole winter came. And then when the snow melted in spring and the sun came out, and we heard the birds. And then the bear woke up. He woke up. And then he was about to eat more grubs from that old tree. And then some more hunters came. And he says, no, no, don't. What do you think he told them? Don't kill him, don't shoot me. I'll live amongst you, I'll be your friends. I'll teach you the medicines uh, in, the, in, in the forest. I'll show you how to hunt. I'll show you how to find animals. But these men, they were different from the other hunters. They said no, and they stabbed the, the bear, and the, the bear fell down. Yes. Then they got a big fire, and they said, let's cook him. And they put him into the fire, and the fire started to go around the bear, but something magical happened. The bear started to disintegrate into little pieces, and the pieces started turning to bees and wasps 
and things are flying that sting. And the men just started stinging the men. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> Till this day, when a bee comes into our house, we don't kill it. We get a paper and we and we shoo it outside to honor to honor the bear, the bear's power, the bear's medicine. To be a teacher. Uh, so I want to tell you all, y'all are a great class, and I want you to have a good holiday. And I say to you, Tamok. I'm gonna say it again, Tamok. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to One Song, Many Voices. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, please contact us at lamarfineartssisd at gmail.com.